Shalom to all. Today's daf is Vav. We are starting Hayam Bay's six lines off from the bottom, the second word on the line. And today's daf is sponsored Le'ili Nishmas, Mars Miriam Sarah, Basar Biyakiv Maisha, her Neshama should have an Aliyah. Now, it concluded yesterday trying to determine the source that Allahic Mechitza is Tent Fachim. Rameir had learned it from the base of Mikdash, and Rabbi Huda said it's Allahul Mashmi Sinai. That's because we all know that Shirin, Chatzitzin, and Mechitzin are Allahul Mashmi Sinai. Now, the Gemara asks, how could that be? Shirin, Dairaisin, Inu. Shirin, they're really Dairaisin. The Chsivit says in the Pasik, Eretz Chitu Saira, Gefen Utein of Rimain, Eretz Shemu Dvash. V'amar Avchanin and Avchanin tells us, Kala Pasukazel Shirin Amar. This entire pasuk is teaching us something about Shirin. Chita. What's that word teaching us? Labayas Hamanuga. Something about a house that has tzaras. Dinan. We have a mishnah. Nichas Labayas Hamanuga. Someone that goes into a bias Hamanuga. That means a house that has tzaras. And we know that anything in a house afflicted with tzaras becomes tame. And he walks in. V'kel walks safe of and his clothing around his shoulders. He's not wearing his clothing. He just has them draped over his shoulders. V'sandal v'tabaisa biyadai. And he's holding his shoes and his rings in his hand. He's not actually wearing his shoes and he's not wearing his rings. Him and them are Tommy right away because they're all considered having walked into this house. Now they're all considered being located in this house, which is Tommy, and therefore they're all going to be Tommy themselves. Vavamanov on top, Hayalavish Kalev. Let's say he's wearing his clothing, Vasandal Biraglov, and he's wearing his shoes, Tabasabatsbaisov, and his rings are on his fingers. Who Tommy Miyad? He becomes Tommy right away because he walked into the house and he becomes Tommy. Vahain Tyrant. However, they're Tahar. They're not going to become Tommy just yet. They're considered secondary to him. They're his clothing. They're considered attached to him. So they're not going to become Tommy yet. When are they going to become Tommy? Until he stays there, the amount of time it takes to eat half a loaf of bread, what type of loaf of bread? Wheat bread and not barley bread. Leaning and eating it with lifton. Now we had this a few days ago. Is the amount of time it takes to eat half a loaf of bread. And here we're being more specific, half a loaf of wheat bread, reclining, eating it with dip. So this is what the word chita is for. And the word sa'ira, what's that teaching us? It says in the Mishnah, a human bone the size of a barley, it's going to be someone who touches it or someone who carries it. Let's say it's on a platter and he's carrying the platter. So in essence, he's also carrying the bone. So he's going to become Tame. However, it's not large enough to be everything in the same tent as it. So that's what we learn out of the word barley. Gafen, what do we learn out of that? That teaches us the sheer of a Nazir. Now besides for the Isra to drinking wine, a Nazir isn't allowed to eat grape products as well, such as grapes, peels, pits, and stems. Now the sheer he would be high for is the amount that when placed in a cup would displace a Revius. Now usually this would be measured with water, not with wine meaning how much of this product can displace a revius of water. Now the Pasuk says yain over here to teach us that the displacement over here is being measured with wine and not with water. Te'ena, the word fig in the Pasuk, what does that teach us? A person's not to transfer something on Shabbos from one Roshas to another or carry in Roshas to Rabbim without an Erev. That's if he's carrying a size of a Gregarius, a dried fig. And remind pomegranate, did not we have a Mishnah? All homeowners' vessels, the shear is the size of a pomegranate. Now we know that if an earthenware vessel becomes Tameh, it must be rendered unusable to be metaharit, as opposed to just immersing it in a mikvah. Now, this can be done by breaking it, that's the easy way, or by making a hole in it. And a standard homeowner's kli needs to have a hole the size of a pomegranate made to accomplish this. And the Gemara continues, Darshaning, Eretz Zeis Shemen, Eretz Shekol Shirei It's a land that all the Shurim are Kezayis. Ask the Gemara, Kol Shirei all the Shurim, Ha'ekahani Darminan. We just mentioned a whole bunch of Shurim that have nothing to do with the Kezayis. So the Gemara says, you're right, the majority of the Shurim that we deal with are Kezayis. We know that Isra of Achila is usually with the Kezayis. We know that a lot of Shurim that have to do with Karbonus, that's a Kezayis also. So the majority of the Shurim that we have are Kezayis. And what do we learn out of the word Devash? Now, Devash is not talking about bee honey, Devash is talking about date honey. This or eating on Yom Kippur is the size of a large date. The Gemara concludes its question and says, We see that all Shurim that we have are Daraisa. They're not Allah Lamashmi Sinai. But now the Gemara flips the question around and says, Vitizba, really? Shurim Iksivi? Does it say Shurim in the Pasuk? It doesn't say that at all. The Pasuk just mentions different types of fruits. It doesn't say anything about a Shur. So the Gemara answers, 
And the Pasuk is just an Asmachta. And we move on to the next part of Rabbi Huda's statement. He had said, Shirin Chatzitin and Metzitin. Now, what's a Chatzito? We know that if a person or a Kaili needs to be immersed in a mikvah, there's not going to be any sort of Chatzito, anything that interposes between the mikvah water and his skin or the Kaili itself. It could be dirt, it could be something else, some sort of foreign matter that's not allowed to be there. That's called a Chatzito. Now, the Gemara asks, Chatzitin Dairaisinenu. It's a Dairaisa. We know that you're not allowed to have a Chatzito on your skin or on this Kli. It's Dairaisa. It's not a Lachal Mashmi Sinai. The Chsev says in the Pasuk, Varachatz Besar Bamaim, he shall wash his flesh in water. This teaches us there's not allowed to be anything interposing, no chatzitza in between his flesh and the water. So the Gemara answers, What's Allah Lamash Misina of Chatzitza teaching us? Lissarai, something about his hair. If there's one thread or one strand of hair tied, Chatzet says that's a chatzitza. That's because it could be tied so tightly that water is unable to get to that part where it's knotted, and then that would be considered a chatzitza. Shalish in says, if three hairs are tied together, that's not a chatzitza. They can't be tied tight enough, and water will be able to get to all parts of the hair. Shtaim, if two are tied, any idea, I don't know what the halacha is. So that's Allah Lamash Misinai, that his hair is not allowed to have a chatzitza. The Gemara continues asking, Sari Nami Dairaisaninu, the halacha, the chatzitza is not allowed to be on the hair, is also Dairaisa. The Chsivit says in the Pasik, Vrachat Es Besar Bamaim, and he shall wash his flesh in water. Es Hatafalibsari. This word S teaches us that which is secondary to his flesh, Umay Nihu, and what's that? Sarai, that's the hair. So the Gemara answers, you're right. The halacha Lamash Misinai, that teaches us chatzitza, that has to do with what Rabbi Yitzchak said. He tells us, Vavon Bez on top, Dvar Taira, Midai Raisa, Rubai Umakbid, all of Chaitzet. If this Chatzitza is covering the majority of his hair and he's Makbid, he's very particular about it, he doesn't want it to be there, then it's considered a Chatzitza. However, Shaina Makbid, if he's not Makbid, if he doesn't really care that it's there, and Chaitzet, it's not a Chatzitza, even though it's covering the majority of his hair. Now, Vagazra, Rubai, Shaina Makbid, Mishim Rubai Makbid, they were Geyser and they said, if it covers the majority of his hair, even though he's not Makbid about it, nonetheless, it's still Chatzitza because we might accidentally get mixed up in a case where he is Makbid and he still might go to the mikvah like that. And also there were guys there, it's just on a meat of his hair, just a small part of his hair, but nonetheless, he's makbed about it, so really made their rice that's not a problem, because it's not rive, it's not the majority of his hair, but nonetheless, there were guys there because there might be a situation where it's on the rive of his hair and he's makbed about it. The Gemara asks, why don't we also be guys there? If it's miut and ene makbed, meaning it's only on a little bit of his hair and he's not makbed about it, because we might run into a situation where it's the miut and he is makbed about it, and we just said miut Makbid is problematic. Or Inami, we should also be Gazer, Mishim Rubai She'ene Makbid, because we might run into issue of Raivan Ene Makbid that we just said is also Usr. So the Gemara answer is Higufag Zera. That itself is a Gzera, meaning the fact that Miyata Makbid or Rubai She'ene Makbid is a problem, that itself is a Gzera because we're just afraid we're going to get to the Dairaisa Isr of Rubai Umakbid. So Vanan Nekam Nixer Gzera Gzera, we're going to get up and make a Gzera to that Gzera and say Miyat She'ene Makbid is also a problem. That far we're not going to go. However, we found the source for what the Halach Lamesh Misina of is. And now the third part of the statement that Shurin Chatzitin and Mechitin are Lachal Mashmi Sinai, Mechitin Hada Amran, Mechitin is what we had said that a Halachic Mechitza is Tentfachim Tal. The Gemara asks, Hani Chal Rabbi Huda, that's good according to Rabbi Huda. El Rab Meir, Michael Meimer, what are we supposed to say according to Rabbi Meir? Rabbi Meir had a totally different source for how we know that a Mechitza is supposed to be Tentfachim Tal. So what relevance does this Halachal Mashmi Sinai of Mechitza have? The Gemara tells us, Kesai Hilchasa, what relevance does this Halachal Mashmi Sinai have? Le good, beloved, Vidaifan Akuma. Good is extending when we need to extend upwards or downwards. Good Love it is when we need to connect two things, and Daifan Akuma is bent wall. We've already had all these previously, and that's what the Halach Misinai about Mechitzen is, is that we can create a Halach Mechitza even using all these other different ideas. Good, love it, and Daifan Akuma. 
And the Mishnah said, "V'she'ein l'shalosh the funnels of a sukkah doesn't have three walls; it's not kosher." Tanur Abanan, we have a brisa. Shtaim kel chasan u'shlishes afilu tefach. We have to have two halachic walls, and the third one's allowed to be even one tefach. What's halachic wall? Well, we already know it has to be ten tefachim tall, and it also has to be seven tefachim long. That's the minimum. However, the third wall is allowed to be one tefach. Rabbi Shimon Emer he says, "Shalosh kel chasan u'bris afilu tefach." Three have to be kel chasan, and the fourth one's allowed to be a tefach. And now the Gemara says, "My kamiflgi, what are they arguing about?" So Rabbanan sav yeshem lemasaris. It seems to be that the Rabbanan hold yesh em lemasaris. And Rabbi Shimon Savar Yesh Aim Lamikra. Now, what's going on? Now, this is found throughout Shas Yesh Aim Lamasiris, Yesh Aim Lamikra. So, Yesh Aim means do we focus on and give importance to the Messiahs, the way the word is written, or Yesh Aim Lamikra, do we focus on the way that it's read and not the way that it's written? Now, the relevance over here is the word Basukais in the Pasuk. Two of the three times it's written, Chaser, without a Vav. Bez, Samach, Chaf, Saf. Now, this implies that the Pasuk is talking about a single Sukkah because it could be read as Basukas in one Sukkah. Now, when it's spelled male with above, it implies that we're referring to two sukkais, basukais, and sukkais plural, you shall sit. And that's what their argument is about. The Gemara continues describing their argument. Rabban and Savri, they hold Yeshem the Messiah, that we focus on the way that it's written. Basukais, 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 harekan arba. We have four words over here. The first two times it's written chaser, so therefore that's just a single version of the word basukais. And basukais, the third time it's written with above, so that's another two, so we have four. Dal chad we have to take away one of those words. We need it for it itself. We can't make a drush out of it. We need that word to tell us that we actually have to sit in the sukkah. Pashulut Lassa that leaves us over with three words basukas, and that teaches us that we need to have three walls. Shtaim kel chasan, two of them have to be regular halachic walls. Basai hil chasan, halach l'mash misinai comes, v'garasul shlishes v'okma tefach, and it reduces the third wall and tells us that it could be even one tefach. Now, Reb Shimon Saver, he holds Yeshem lemikra. We focus on the way that it's read and not the way that it's written. Basukas, basukas, basukas. It's read as if it has a vav, so therefore we pretend it has a vav, and therefore arekan shesh. That means we have six different words basukas that are used for drasha. Dalchad kralagufei. One of the psukim, meaning one entire word basukas, has to be removed because we need that for it itself to tell us that we have to sit in a sukkah. So pashulu arba, that means we have four words left, which means that we have to have a sukkah that has four walls. Shalash kel chasan, three of them have to be regular halachic walls. Asai hilchasav garasal revius for ukmasah tafach. Dalachal meshmisina comes along, reduces that fourth wall, and says it could be even one tafach. Now we're going to suggest a different way. Vibais aim alternatively, dukuli alma yeshem lemikra. Everyone holds yeshem lemikra. We focus on the way that it's read. over here, what are they arguing about? According to the Chachamim, we need a Pasuk to teach us that we also need Schach, therefore we only have three Psukim. And Rabbi Meir holds that we don't need a Pasuk for the Schach, and therefore we could use all the Psukim to teach us that we need four walls. Alternatively, Everyone holds Yeshem Limasaris, we actually look at the way that it's written. What's the is over here? The Chacham hold that Halach Lamesh Misina is coming to tell us that we can reduce the Sukkah, meaning it could be three. And Rabbi Meir holds that Halach Lamesh Misina is coming to tell us that we have to add on, we actually have to have a fourth wall. Everyone holds that Allah is coming to tell us that we can make a reduction over here. We also say and we focus on the way that it's written and not the way that it's read. And over here, the Homachlech says whether or not we're allowed to darshan the first time something's written in the Pasuk. Rameir holds that we darshan the first time something's written in the Pasuk. And the Chacham hold, we don't darshan the first time something's written in the Pasuk, and therefore we only have three walls and not four walls. Now, Rav Masnamer, he tells us something totally different. Tamit Rav Shemim Mehacha, Rav Shimon's reason that a sukkah needs four walls is from here. It's from the Pasuk, V'sukkah Tiel Etzel Yayim Mecharev, and the sukkah shall be for shade in the day from the heat, Ula Machsa Ula Mister Mizarim Matar, and for protection and refuge from storms and rain. And the only way the sukkah can properly protect you is if it has four walls and not three walls. Now, we're going to stop here for the day and pick up tomorrow, trying to figure out where exactly that one tefach wall is to be placed in order for us to be considered having three walls. But for now, everyone should have a wonderful day.